After breakfast, Tracy went into the office to start the accounting paperwork she did part-time for the pack business, and Nina moved about the house dealing with the plants before she went into her gardening business for the day. Her florist shop had been burned down a year and a half before, and instead of opening another florist's, she'd gone and opened up a full-scale nursery on the east side that had further nurtured her love for all things green. Anne had done extremely well in the bargain. Lex Warden tried not to notice how good his wife looked as she reached up to water the plants on the shelves above the kitchen counter. The morning sun streamed through the window and over her body. Normally, she was hard to ignore, but this morning, it was even worse as her skirt inched up ever higher as she moved. Seeing the creamy café au lait skin of her thighs reminded him of the particularly fabulous way she'd said good morning, and he had to shift in his seat as his cock hardened against the buttons of his fly. Hello. You still with us, Lex? Or are you planning to ravish your wife? Cade snapped his fingers in front of Lex's face as he followed the direction of Lex's glance. Nina Reyes Warden was quite a specimen, and Cade harbored more than one of his own fantasies about his sister-in-law. He certainly couldn't blame his brother for the goofy, dreamy smile he wore. His brother had been totally head over heels for his mate since the first moment he'd taken a deep whiff of her— and Cade envied that. Lex snorted as Nina turned and rolled her eyes at both of them. Jeez, can a girl water plants around here without being objectified? She squirted water at both of them and sashayed out, smiling to herself. The phone rang, and a few moments later, Nina walked back into the room and handed the receiver to Lex. It's the enforcer from the Pacific clan. His fingers brushed hers, and he watched, satisfied, as her pupils widened and her breathing sped up. He sent her a cocky grin, and she mumbled, fucking furry tease, on her way back out of the room. Cade motioned that he was going into his office to work, and Lex nodded shortly before taking his call. Lex came into the office half an hour later and threw his long frame into a chair. That was Nick Lawrence calling about more border bullshit. I've sent Dave down to pick up three of our wolves who are in jail for fighting with Pacific wolves. This dispute has gone on long enough. Someone is going to end up really hurt or dead. Call the mediator. You know it's unavoidable. Cade took a sip of his coffee, chuckling. The National Pack had a mediator, a man who came in to solve inter-pack disputes. It was a pain to deal with bureaucracy like that, but alpha wolves made for ridiculously complicated negotiations. It was better to call in an expert before wolves died. I know. Better we deal with this now. Cade nodded. And anyway, the wolf who's been in the shadow seat was made mediator three years ago. I hear he's good. Young, forward-thinking. When you get together, take Nick aside and ask their opinion about the issue of Polini Group's influence on the National Governance Council. Lex sighed and finished his coffee. I can't imagine they like it any more than we do. Most of the packs don't like it. I say we deal with it now, before they get any more power. That's treason, and I forbid you to talk like that outside of this house. Kate's voice was sharp. Warren Polini and his connected wolves had found an in into the National Pack governance structure. Right now, Polini had the ear of a few powerful wolves, and they were all uneasy. Hey, I can do my fucking job, Cade. You don't need to forbid me like I'm some unranked wolf. Lex pushed his chair back and stood, eyes flashing. 
Whoa. Nina rushed into the room and put herself between them. Knock it off, both of you. You don't see me and Tracy doing this sort of thing, do you? Nina tossed an annoyed look over her shoulder at her sister-in-law, who was watching the exchange with similar annoyance and concern. Boys, boys, put your cocks away, please. If you don't, I'm just going to break out the ruler and measure them once and for all. But let's do this instead. Shut the fuck up and stop the swaggery who's the biggest, baddest wolf crap. At least before lunch. She placed a hand on each of their chests and felt their pounding hearts beneath her palms. Their hearts in her hand. It meant something. The three of them were tied to each other in a really elemental way. And sometimes she was the bridge between two very strong males. The anger and challenge drained from them, and she allowed herself a little sigh of relief.